Dundee's number one Christian contemporary station, Kingfisher FM. Vernon, lovely to have you in studio with us. Yeah, great to be here, Ethan. Thank you. Nice and rainy outside, so yeah, very good. Let it rain. Yeah. Also got a special guest that we've had before in the studio, and we're talking a little bit around... Um, well, I'll let you do it. Yes, uh, we've got Janine Lawrence back in studio. And, uh, you know, Janine works a lot with the government employees out there and, uh, you know, and she's been in the industry a long time. So I'm very excited. She's got just some stuff she wants to share re regarding the GEPF of government. So if you're a government employee, I think you maybe want to listen to what Janine has to say. But remember, it's about financial planning. It's all around financial planning. And if you're a government employee and you are doing financial planning, have you brought in all the benefits government offers you as far as the GEPF? So that's what we're going to talk about today, Ethan. Um, and Janine wants to highlight. So, Janine, welcome. Yeah, hi, Janine. Thank you so much. Hi, Vernon. Hi, Ethan. It's nice to be back with you. Yeah. I, I think, uh, let me just start off by saying... Um, we really appreciate your time and your insights for, for teachers or, or you know, um, uh, people in the medical fields, people in security and that type of thing, uh, that type of field. I think a lot of them might not be aware of all the benefits that they have with the GEPF, the Government Employee Pension Fund. That's definitely right. Most of the time when you speak to members of the GPF, our government employees, they are very unaware of the benefits that they do have. It has been, a, we're not talking about this today, but it has been a hot topic uh, with uh, government saying they want to freeze some of those uh, benefits or, or some of the payouts and how it's structured. I, I know that's not what we're talking about today, but we are talking about uh, what they're entitled to as well as some of the things to be concerned about. Yes, we are. Some okay. shortfalls that they might have within the fund. All yeah, right. and, and thanks for clearing that up uh, because we use the term GEPF, so a lot of listeners out there might not know what that is. So that actually stands for Government Employee Pension Fund. That's what GEPF stands for. If you work for the government, you have this. You have this, yes, if you are, if you are permanent within government. Right. If you are contracted to government or you're on some type of learnership within government, obviously you don't qualify. This applies to all permanent government employees. So Janine, over to you. Maybe you want to share some information around the GEPF. Thanks, Vern. Well, first I thought I'd just tell you um, a bit of a story. In 2010, I met with a member of the Defence Force. At this stage, he was only 22 years old and had started in the military just after school at the age of 19. Now, in most cases, someone accepts some, expects someone that young to be carefree, partying, wasting his money. But <laughs> yeah, not like Ethan, yeah. Yes, yes. Definitely yes. not this little man. His father told him that he needed to work towards goals. And his motto in life turned out to be something that his dad told him. Sure, that's always a great dad, eh? Mm. Very good. Always to expect the unexpected. So this he really made his motto in life and worked towards his goals. So when we sat, started discussing his dreams and his plans for the future, because he was young and single, his first goal was to start saving towards his future. And he, he also asked that he wanted to make sure, should something unexpected happen to him, that he would have provision for that. So after with his financial analysis and his GPF report for him, 
we looked at the shortfalls that him in his personal capacity would have within the GPF, what benefits he was covered for, what he wouldn't be covered for, what he would have shortfalls on. So we quickly saw that he had a shortfall on funeral and he also had a shortfall on disability. Should he become disabled to work, where would his income come from? Fortunately, listen to me, and um, after our discussion... So, so, so let's just stop this. So, so you did a financial analysis for him. You obviously did holistic financial planning with him. Yes. You then said, hey, hold on. Uh, you have benefits within government. We need to bring that benefits into the financial plan. That's correct, yes. And based on that, you then discovered, hey, there's these uh, avenues that maybe we need to address and maybe look at and yes. highlight to him so that he can then make an informed decision if he wants it or if he doesn't want it. That's actually what we're That's saying. That's exactly, okay, yes. Okay, exactly understand. what we Beautiful. did, Fern. Beautiful. I have a question, okay? Maybe somebody's listening now and they're like, hang on, I work for the government. I, I didn't even know I had benefits. What what benefits do I have? Okay. Ethan, so now, government employees, their pension fund falls under a defined benefit scheme. A defined benefit scheme basically works that the employee has a contribution, which he makes, which is 7.5% um, of his salary. Okay. The employer also has a contribution, and depending on what sector they are in the government, would either pay 13 to 16% of their salary into this benefit. Okay. This benefit then covers them for their risk benefits within their pension fund. Okay. Now, th the basic benefits they would have would be a death benefit, including funeral. They would then also qualify for a disability benefit and ultimately then for a retirement benefit okay. once they retire. Yeah, so may maybe let's stop there. So that's so important, uh, Ethan. Uh, so if you are part of government and you're contributing to a pension fund, you probably think, well, I'm contributing towards my retirement that's what you're thinking. And I mean, I'm sure the listeners out there are saying, well, yeah, um, Makes I'm sense. saving towards my retirement. Yeah. That's why it's called a pension fund. A lot of people don't know what Janine just highlighted. Within your pension fund, there are built-in benefits. In the event of you dying, what would pay out to your family? In the event of you becoming disabled, what would pay out to you because you can't work anymore? Wonderful. That is built into the GEPF, and that's what we're trying to highlight now to our listeners out Fantastic. there. Fantastic. Um, and, yeah, so, so this is a real-life story that Janine is sharing with us. So maybe continue with the story. Yeah. So you've highlighted the issues that he could have as far as certain financial plans go, and now you're going to talk us that's through that. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, being as diligent as he was and... and really putting effort into his goals and his dreams. Um, every year we sat as we should and reviewed his financial planning. So in 2016 he got married and immediately phoned me and we adjusted his financial plan accordingly okay. to make provision for his wife, his dependents and also for the house that they were buying. Unfortunately, late one night in 2020, I got the heartbreaking call to, from his wife to let me know that he'd passed away in a car accident. Hmm. Oh. Now, the first thing that came to my mind was the motto that he had. 
Be prepared for the unexpected. (laughs) And the second thing that came to mind was something I'll never forget. It was the first day, the, the day he bought his first car. And he was so excited that he actually invited me to go with him to test drive his new car because he bought it out of the savings that we had planned. Oh, wow. So it was so special for me to be included into this first goal of his that he'd achieved. Amazing, yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately that was, I mean, at 32, Mm. um, after being married a very short time, he left a wife and two children. And due to his diligence with his financial planning and listening to what I had to say, his family didn't need to sell their assets, didn't need to lose their home. With their benefits they had at GPF and with the provisions that he made for the other shortfalls, in addition addition to what he had, had, His wife and children didn't need to sell anything. They could still maintain their lifestyle. So provision was made for them. Yes. So they could still maintain their lifestyle and not struggle and have have to sell things to live. Yeah. So so maybe let's talk about what actually paid out uh, with the GEPF. Uh, Let's take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we're going to talk about what did pay out because I know we also want to highlight some of the shortfalls in the GEPF. You're listening to uh, the Risk-Free Solution Slot every Thursday afternoon. You are listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. The show that helps you make quality decisions and thrive. Hope Radio, Kingfisher FM. The soundtrack of your life's journey, Kingfisher FM. You have been listening to Your Financial Journey, where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk-Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. Tuning weekly to the show that leads the way so that no one gets left behind. Every Thursday at 4.30pm, right here on 107.5 FM. Talking a little bit today about the government's employee pension fund with Vernon de Foss as well as uh, Janine. Janine Lawrence, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Good old Janine, yeah. Yeah, so, so we, uh, before the break, we we're talking about this very sad story, very real story. Uh, but we also want to maybe just quantify what actually paid out Janine. So maybe you want to go into that detail and just explain a bit about maybe the background of GPF, how, how the, the thinking of GPS actually works, and then maybe go into what was actually paid out. 100%, Fern. And so because it's a defined benefit fund, the benefits that they get are based on a formula and also on the length of their service they have within GPF. So basically what they do is they take their average salary over the last two years times it by their years of service. That will then obviously determine have they been with in service for less than 10 years or over 10 years service. Now if they have less than 10 years service they would only qualify for a lump sum or a gratuity benefit to be paid out. As soon as you have more than 10 years of service you qualify for a lump sum 
and the income benefit on on your benefits, whether it being death, disability, well, whether it being death or disability. Yes, yes. Okay, so so years of service is important with government. Very important. So if you have less than 10 years, it's only a lump sum. More than 10 years, there's the added annuity or income that the family would get. Correct. And then we've also said it's based on the last two years' salary uh, that that member received. The average between the two years' salary. Perfect. So in your client's case, what was exactly paid out based on those formulas and based on what we we spoke about? Okay, so because he he was 32 when he passed away and he had 13 years of service. So he basically qualified for lump sum benefits and he also qualified for income benefits. And due to him making extra provision for his shortfalls, additionally, um, his family was covered. That is why it is so important for us to look at those benefits and actually determine what his shortfalls are going to be so that he can be aware of them and make a constant decision to do something about them. Yeah. So so I know with this client there was a, a lump sum paid to his family, there was a funeral benefit paid to his family, and the his wife is also receiving a monthly income from the GEPF. I mean, obviously, uh, we're not going to give the names out, but no. but but maybe just just uh, uh, give the listeners an idea of of what was paid out. Okay, Ben. So in in his case, um, when he passed away, his income before death was twenty thousand eight hundred rand. Based on his formula, his death benefit came to an amount of 744,000 rand. Now, the first thing that comes to mind, what do you do with 744,000 rand if you are 32 years old and your family needs to survive on that? Are you going to have enough cash to settle your debts? Are you going to be able to pay your estate duties? In his case, he bought a house. Will there be enough money in the estate to pay his transfer duties? That is one of the first questions we always ask. Then because of him having 13 years worth of service, his wife did qualify for income, which is then paid out as a pension to her for the rest of her life. In his case, the pension that was payable to her was 7,700 Rand a month. Now, my thoughts are always, you've got the income of 20,800 Rand before you pass away. Now she's only going to be receiving 7,700 Rand a month. What is she going to do to make up for that shortfall? Because there's a salary gone there. Yeah, yeah. You call it, uh, does she get that immediately after he's died? She will get, yes, she will get it monthly for the the rest of her life. Okay. um, Or until she does. And then it's finished and clocked. Then it's finished and clocked. And the kids? The kids will receive a, a child's pension. Now, there as well, based on his info, his children, he had two children, young children, um, they would receive 3,800 Rand a month. Per child? Per child. Okay. But now, also bearing in mind in GPF, it depends on how many of your children you have. GPF only pays out child's pension to the first two children. Up until what age? They will pay out up until age 18 okay. or if the child is a full-time student, up until the age 22. 
Okay, so there is a little bit of support from government in that sense for your children, for the first two only. Yes, okay. for the first two okay. only. Then, um, now not in his case, but should a person become disabled while being in GPF, there will also be, depending on his number of years of service, let's take for example his over 10 years service, he will get his disability cover um, as a lump sum payout and he could also get an income. Now, in this, let's call him Johnny Bravo's scenario, his um, disability income would have been 6,800 Rand a month. And his salary was 20,800 Rand at that stage. Mm. What are you going to do to not have that big knock in the shortfall? So these are all things that a person always has to think about when you're going through your benefits. Also with the disability cover from GPF, if you become disabled and you get that lump sum amount paid out to you, when you get to retirement age and it's time for them to pay your pension, you will not be receiving that lump sum gratuity as your disability was then seen as your retirement. Yeah, so now, it's disability though, yeah. Now this is, I mean, I can hear you know a lot about these funds and, and how the GEPF works. Me, as a first-time listener to this, would be potentially very overwhelmed and I also wouldn't know what I have, how much, what do I qualify for and so on. So what do I do? Yeah, I think... I think contact us. You know, we are on the web, www.riskfreesolutions.co.za. We're on Facebook and LinkedIn. And I think everybody's situation is different because they earn different incomes and the years of service is, is different. Let us do a calculator with you. So we've got a system or a calculator called the GEPF calculator that we put all the necessary information in. And once we do that, it gives us a report of exactly what your situation would be like, like we did with Johnny Bravo over here, mm. that Janine did over the years that he was a client with her. He, she constantly reviewed and looked at his GPF, so he had up-to-date information, and based on that up-to-date information, he could then make an informed decision. So, Ethan, to the listeners out there, if you're in government and you want to know more about your GPF, uh, contact us. I'm mm. sure Janine would love to have a chat with you. Uh, we'd uh, d do the, the calculator with you and you'd be able to see exactly what your situation looks like. So, uh, yeah, that's it from us. Yeah, Risk-free solutions. Go online. Go and find out all that you can from them about your government pension, your benefits, your shortfalls, and uh, then you can make the wise decision of putting some sort of provisions in place for you and for your loved ones. I think that's the takeaway message. Yes, yes. And thank you to Janine. I mean, I think she did a great job. Yes. I think she explained everything really well. So well done, Janine. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Vern. Yes, um, Vern, I just want to emphasize the importance. Yeah. When, you, when you know your benefits, take the time and sit with a financial planner. Let them explain to you. Let them do an analysis for you. It's not going to cost you a cent. Have the right planning in life. Avoid having shortfalls and detrimental effects for your family if something happens. And don't delay. Do it as soon as you can, hey? 100%. Thank you so much for your time. You have been listening to Your Financial Journey. 
where planning matters. Brought to you by Risk Free Solutions, an accredited Old Mutual Agency franchise. Tuning weekly to the show that leads the way so that no one gets left behind. Every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. right here on 107.5 FM. Your inspiration station. It's Kingfisher FM.